I'm back. <laughs> And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. Jackson, I miss you so damn much, man. No, you don't. <laughs> you liar. And technically, it was only like a week, if you think about it. Yeah, we took a week off. Well, first, well, well hold on. Wait, we didn't wait, take wait, a week. Not, yeah, yeah. We didn't take any time choice, off. Sorry. We didn't take any time off. Definitely not by choice. That's for sure. Do we go into things? Do you think people know what happened? I think the good fans do. Probably. But we're talking to everyone, so we're talking to the bad fans as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's further explain what exactly happened. Ian, take it away, because I know it hit you hard. Yeah, so I had a very traumatic thing happen to me two weeks ago, I guess, is when everything kind of went down. And that traumatic thing was, while I was working on the recap show for So What, because I had just gone back from Dallas... Jackson and I had just done the show, very excited about getting everything out, about going over the interviews, everything like that. My computer had a fatal error, and I lost every single thing that I had been working on. And this is really the first time that we've actually talked about it, you know, live. Yes, sir. Besides actual, like, phone conversations and stuff. Because of that, everything got pushed back. And I somehow, through piecing things together, was able to get that recap show out. And then recently, you've probably seen some more interviews coming out. But I still need to get out the actual interviews from So What, which I'm really looking forward to getting to. But they require a lot more work because they were live. Lots of stuff has to go into that. And I'm just waiting for the brand new computer. So right now, we're recording without the actual computer needed to edit this. Yep, and I'm sure it's really tricky, and I feel bad for Ian. Yeah, I think somehow we're going to have to teach you how to edit as well, so that we have uh, a backup. <laughs> I will let you go through that torture of trying to teach me something on an internet form, or anything computer-related. It would probably be tough. And look, editing is a tough thing, and we don't do that much of it, but it's piecing everything together because... When you hear all those music tracks, when you hear everything, they all have to be synced up. They all have to be level. It's something that I especially work very hard on. So that's kind of the whole roundabout thing there of why we had to miss episodes. Because also we miss some Ian Hates movies. And I never thought that we would ever, ever miss any episodes. I agree, man. It really did hurt. Not, I mean, all last week, just getting that itch to want to talk about all the new music that came out and everything. It's just like, fuck. And by the way, everyone, you hear a little robotics in Jackson's voice. That's because there's a storm of brewing in <laughs> Dallas right now. <laughs> Texas is a mess right now. I mean, it's just weather, ev- just bad weather everywhere. But soon, soon, Ian, maybe next episode, I'll be a lot better. It'll be absolutely it perfect. Like on the one back is when I suck or when my voice is robotic. <laughs> well, we've been dealing with it for a while now. It's just weird because I love Texas so much. But for some reason where you are, there's storm after storm. And that's just kind of the way things go. Yep. That McDonald's Wi-Fi will get you every time. I don't know if anyone gets that joke. 
Oh, it's a Texas. Is it really? Oh, okay. I always, all my friends are always saying that. Like whenever our internet reception sucks or cell phone service, it's like, oh man, I can tell you're hooked up to McDonald's Wi-Fi or something like that. Gotcha. See, now it all makes sense. So I guess if anyone has any further questions, because a lot of really awful things actually have happened the last couple of weeks that we're not even going to go into, the main thing that affects everyone listening to the shows is that the computer went down and I lost everything that I was working on. Now, though, as you can see, we're piecing everything together, getting everything out there to you guys. I've been working super hard on getting all of these interviews out because they're a ton with a ton of great bands and they deserve it. So... Jackson, why don't we just get right into this? Because we still got stuff to go over here. Let's fucking do it, man. All right, man. Let's do it. Time for news. Starting off right away, we have the band Dead to Fall. It turns out that they are not only working on a new record right now, but obviously now they are back together. They've also made an announcement that they have a few tour dates coming up. You know, they have Iowa, Chicago, Texas, and Florida. But my question to you, Jackson, is did you ever listen to Dead to Fall? I'll be honest with you, no. Uh, this is first news for me, but I'm definitely stoked to hear the, you know, about a band working on a new album, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it. I also have never really listened to them. Maybe it's bad for our metal roots, I don't know, but they haven't been around for a while. So whenever their new material comes out, we'll definitely be talking about it, and we'll definitely listen to it. But for people that didn't know maybe that were fans, they are back together now. They are working on new material, and I guess really that's the point, right? Yes, sir. Good news. So the metal band Ghost, their lead singer, Papa Emeritus, Emeritus, whatever Something it like is. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think his actual name is Tobias Forge. Whoa. Don't tell oh. everyone. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm going ed- <laughs> to edit this in post. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Papa here uh, and his nameless ghouls are being sued by his ex-nameless ghouls for taking in all the money from their previous albums and distributing them himself towards the members. Allegedly. Allegedly. Again, yes, this is <laughs> allegedly people. I know we say this almost every episode, but you got to cover your ass. You know? It's our favorite word. Is it not Ian? It really is. If I could find some clip of someone famous saying allegedly or some weirdo, like I wish Franz would put it into a track and oh, then I could take you. it right from there. It'd be awesome. But right now we just have to say allegedly. Exactly. You know, every single story that we do that has the word allegedly in it is usually a good one. That's but true. yeah, I mean, the, if this is true, then man, it really does suck because I'm sure those nameless ghouls are going to have to go through quite some shit to get their monies back. Yeah, it says something like maybe they're owed around $22,000 and it's possible that this is money that they were never given for playing over 100 shows. And that's just fucking ridiculous. That's insane. So we'll see. I mean, look, Ghost is... Maybe they're one of the biggest bands that actually crosses genres, maybe, because Mm -hmm. everyone knows them. They're a metal band that sounds like an 80s band. It's very strange. And then they dress like goth death metal, but they certainly don't sing that way. Right. If you like just took them for face value, you would immediately uh, just assume that they're a death metal band. But it's like you said, they do like this 80s, weird, uh, very light kind of metal that just isn't exactly what you'd think by seeing them. And I personally don't like their music, but even I know who they are and, you know, what kind of music they play, you know, even though we mainly cover our scene. You know what I mean? I would 
consider them our scene. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he I rolled over quickly on that one, Jackson. Yeah, I don't know. I do, but I understand why it might not connect to everyone. I guess it is a little bit more mainstream. Yeah, I really wouldn't consider it with us. I mean, kind of just because like it gets mentioned in our scene a lot, but I still don't consider them our scene as in music wise, because like I don't think they have very many fans of like our kind. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you go to a ghost show, you're going to see a totally different new breed of fans that you usually don't see. It's absolutely a possibility, but I have not had a chance to see them, so I wouldn't know for sure. You're probably not missing out on much. Oh, man, where's this hatred coming from? <laughs> it's not from this story, I know that, so it has to be some deep-seated hatred. No, I, I just, oh, man, I just I just think it's so cheesy, the whole Papa and the Nameless Ghouls. It's just like, uh, it's, oh, it's cringy to me. You hate that whole anti-religion thing, so that's probably where you're coming from, right? Well, there's a lot of bands that I like that are anti-religious, so like... True, true. I don't think it's that. Okay. All right, well, we'll see. Look, because I remember... When we did the whole review of that EP that came out with Squared Hammer, you didn't hate that. I don't hate it, (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't really like it. That's for sure. I just don't hate it. How about that? All right. That's fine. I totally understand that. The show understands that. We go through that a lot. Thank you guys so much. I I, I just had to get that off. I just, I appreciate it. Oh, Jackson. Oh, Jackson. (laughs) I'm a mess. Yes, you are. That is true. I think we all are by this time. Of course. All right. Well, let's move on now. And let's go to another, I don't know, kind of out of nowhere story. Metallica has announced that they're going to do a contest to have a local band open for them for like five dates on this upcoming huge tour that they're doing with, I think it's Avenged Sevenfold and Volbeat, right? It is, yeah. So it's only taking place in, I guess, five places. It's in Massachusetts, Missouri, Texas, twice, San Antonio and Dallas, and then Chicago as well, where I guess fans will be able to vote on local bands or at least ones that are nominated. I don't know. The process seems very weird because I think there's like two stages to it. So I don't know who's really going to care that much. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just not thinking of something. But this seems like the first time Metallica has ever done anything for any small band. Yeah, no, you're not kidding. And I mean, it's a start. It's a good start, especially. I mean, whether you like Metallica or not, to be able to open for probably the world's biggest metal band is such a fucking honor. And I can only imagine those local bands, you know, if they get voted, what they would go through. Like, you know how much publicity that is? I think that's a big thing. If anyone actually shows up in time for them to go on. That is true. What I'm thinking is probably everyone's out there tailgating Probably until Volbeat or Avenged Sevenfold comes in. Sometimes probably until Metallica goes on. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And especially since it's like a... Never wrong. It's usually... Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's usually going to be at like football stadiums and everything like that. And you know everyone's going to be like in the part where you're not sitting down. Everyone's going to be like drinking and... Oh, yeah. You know, getting their food and all that stuff. And those lines will take forever. And that'll probably be while the local band is playing. But you will still hear it. That is for sure. And maybe they catch it and you're like, hey, I like what I see. I'm going to go sit down and check it out. Plus, if you're one of those local bands, you can talk about that forever. Yeah. If you're in one of those cities, take a look out, see how the voting works. And if you're one of those local bands that has that opportunity, good luck to you. No, that I mean, man, that would just be so insane. Just to be on the stage with, you know, on the same stage as Metallica is playing on would be insane. So I really hope uh, the Dallas local band gets a good one. I know you're really just talking about Volbeat, so it's fine. 
Volbeat doesn't even go into the Dallas one. Are they not? Really? No, it, this one's just Avenged Sevenfold of Metallica. Oh. I've been thinking about going, but I don't know. It's like it's like $100 to sit at Nosebleed. And oh, it's for like, sure. Oh, man, I don't know if that's worth it. It's Metallica, of course. They don't do anything else for their fans, so... Whoa, where did all this hate come from? Whoa. Oh, come on. Yeah, look, look. I'm kidding. You know there's some classic Metallica. I know you're a fan, but that whole Napster thing, all of that prosecuting of people, like, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just love fucking love Metallica. They're what got me into this music, so Corporate. I got to stay true. <laughs> Sorry, what? What was that? What'd you say, Shill? What? <laughs> what does that mean? What was that, Narc? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm done with this. I like Metallica. I, I stay true to them. I know Even if do. Ian comes at me with the bullshit. <laughs> All right, man, next story. So Austin Carlisle is actually not getting better, which is a shame. He's having to go through a very long, seems very painful process where he's got to get, I think, about like one shot per week for the next, two I think, to three 12 months. months, I think it said. No, I two to three months. Sure. Yeah, I mean... It's not getting better, but I guess the thing you can take out of the story is when he was explaining the procedure, he seems very hopeful about everything. Right. You know, he's not like feeling down. And he did mention in it that he's still writing. Now, that's the part that really also stood out to me because we might be catching some new Austin Carlisle music coming soon. We don't know if it's acoustic. We don't know if it's with a band that we don't know about, but he is in Costa Rica writing, he says. But uh, I just really hope he starts feeling better soon as well. Yeah, it just really sucks. I mean, he goes in to talk about how his ligaments in his body are deteriorating faster than they expected before. And that series of shots that he does once a week is 12 to 24 shots in his spine. Golly, that's awful. Yeah, it's just one of those things that's just awful. You got to hope for the best for him. You know, he seems to be pretty positive which is yep. a good thing. Unfortunately, I think he may be a little bit too optimistic about seeing people in the summer, but mm. who knows? It might be possible. So if there is something, that's great. I'm just not as optimistic. Of course you are, because you're pessimist, Ian. That's how you look at everything in a negative way, and you know it. <laughs> I'm a realist. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. I'm yes, sorry yes. to tell you, Ian. Look, I look at things like this. You gotta be loud, you gotta be rude So the world can hear you You gotta be crass, you gotta be cold It's everything we know See man, that's my go. philosophy right there <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I haven't heard it yet My philosophy? No, I haven't heard you tell that to me yet Oh Okay, now that one you told me about. Yes, that one I've that said one is- many, many times <laughs> straight to your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, like I said, I hope for the best, even though I'm more realist than I would be optimist. I do hope for the best, and I hope that he is getting better. So, the Artificials, who we'll also be talking about very soon, is looking for a new drummer. They recently let go of their drummer, Shelton. But, you know, it's just kind of a mutual thing where he wanted to stay in Colorado and, you know, stay home to the roots. But, oh, well, at least there's no bad blood in this. But, right. again, we're losing another drummer here, Ian, on oh, another man. band that we're going to be talking about again soon what, in this what? episode. We got Ryan Seaman from Falling in Reverse have parted ways. And this was a shocker. Was it, Ian, to you? I don't know. I'm not shocked by anything. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore, man. Look. If you were to read that whole entire story about falling in reverse, once again, it just goes back to Twitter. It always just goes back to Twitter. So apparently, Ryan 
had already agreed that he's going to be filling in for drums on the Icon for Hire tour. And if you know anything about Icon for Hire, you know really it's just the lead singer and the guitarist. That's who did like their entire last album. So they need mm-hmm. people to fill in for the tour that's coming up. I'm actually going to that tour because Assuming We Survivor on it, and they're playing that art gallery. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's kind of a really, really small place where I would never think I would see these bands live. But anyways, so Ryan had agreed to that, and whether or not that was before or after he possibly, allegedly had a falling out with Ronnie, no one really knows. But I guess as a marketing thing, the members of Falling in Reverse unfollowed every single person on their Twitter. (laughs) And then after the album came out, they started refollowing people, and then I guess Ronnie and Ryan did not refollow each other and I guess Ryan has not promoted the new album whatsoever. Don't you feel like childish just explaining Yes, that? I really fucking do. And it's so fucking annoying to hear these stories about Twitter. It's like, whatever. If that's the thing, then that's the thing. Look, Jackie Vincent left Falling in Reverse. People leave bands. People know that Ronnie often has issues with band members. And sometimes because of his whole persona, it's often blamed on him. But maybe this isn't him. Maybe it's something completely different. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm sh- Honestly, I'm sure it has something to do with him. But I mean, just listening to you explain it, it's like, man, that just sounds so stupid. But it it's really not because does. of you. That's just, that's what no, fucking Jackson, happened. You're calling me stupid. I get it. No, get it. Ian, no, 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 no. I get I, it. I call you other things, but you're not <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's just so childish. It's a dumb story. And I will say this. I had a feeling that something bad was going to happen when the album came out. And the reason why is because if you go on Spotify, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, anything. Now, when you look at Falling in Reverse, mm-hmm. it's all Ronnie. Like the like the pictures. Like yeah, Whenever yeah. you look up an artist on Spotify and stuff, you know, they have a picture of the band. Right. Well, as soon as the album came out, it's just a picture of Ronnie now. And every like magazine covers just everything you look up. Even their own Twitter profile is not the band anymore. It's just Ronnie. And as a band member... I would be pretty frustrated with that Wait, because you were in falling him. in reverse. Oh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I was not. But are you if sure? I was, I'm sure I would have left a long time ago. Oh, well, <laughs> but yeah, it's just weird. Like you can tell some, some weird shit going on over there. I don't know. It's just iffy. I mean, they're just lucky they make really good music, to be honest with you. Wow. You're one of the first people to say that, too. I know we're going to talk about the album later, but that's also not something I expected you to say. I like their music, man. They just make it so hard for you to like them. You know what I mean? Like, as a band. I can understand that. Well, look, what I can say, too, is obviously you saw Falling in Reverse live on their last tour. I did as well. If Ryan was doing the drumming back then, which I'm pretty sure it was him, if you notice, he was doing almost all of the backup vocals for Ronnie while he was playing drums as well. So they're sorely going to miss him if they don't replace him with someone else who can sing and play drums at the same time. Well, I think the person who'll be doing it now is uh, Christian Thompson, the new guitarist they have. Okay. Especially since he did... Well, you know what? We'll go into that later. We'll get into that. Obviously, we're doing the new Falling in Reverse later, so... Shh. Oh, we weren't supposed... To, I'm pretty sure everyone's supposed <laughs> to know. They're going to see the fucking picture. <laughs> That's going to be our clickbait. <laughs> That's the clickbait. Oh, fuck. All right, well, we'll see what they do. Next quick story, the band... Scarlett O'Hara is back in the studio making new music. Now, this is the first time that they have really, truly made new music since 2010 when their one and only album came out. 
It was called Lost in Existence. I know I talked about them on a breakdown from the past at one point. They are in the studio for sure because they're showing it on their Instagram and Facebook and everything. And I think they're probably going to make an EP. And I'm hoping to talk to them at some point because I really like that album. It's very cool to see them seven years later actually doing something again. Man, that just sounds so weird. And it I know really this does. is like off topic, but like 2010, I feel like that was like not too long ago. And you said seven years later. And I was like, man, I know, right? It just feels weird. It's very true, man. There'll be more news on that soon. Obviously, as soon as they have a new track, we'll be playing it on the show as well. Yes, sir. And last story. This is a brand new one. Obviously, we've been talking about stories from the last two weeks since we didn't have a brand new show last week. We've kind of compiled everything together. So this one's actually a little bit newer. This story is about Jackson's other favorite band, Five Finger Death Punch. Nope. No, I beat you to it. No, I, to do I it. knew you were going to do that too, damn it. I should have said it first. You really should have. You should have completely cut me off because now everyone knows they're your other favorite band. Okay, yeah. My other, other, other favorite band because you always give me the titles of favorite bands for the bad bands. Well, I'm truthful about the bands that you enjoy. Of course, Ian. You're always truthful. Very true. So, for this story, Five Finger Death Punch is apparently suing their record label, Prospect Park Records, to try and get out of their contract, because I guess they kind of signed something with Rise Records, and they want to put their new album out, but I guess they still owe another album to Prospect Park. I don't know, it's a little strange, and I don't know why Rise signed them in the first place. Yeah, me either, and the thing that I took from this story that reminded me of you mm-hmm. was towards the end of the yes. of Park's it's my favorite uh, part. statement. <laughs> When they said um, that they were pissed because they assumed that Five Finger Death Punch was pretending to make bad music so that they can kick him off the label. And I was like, holy shit, that has fucking Ian's name written all over it. Well, yeah, because that would mean from their very first album, they've been making (laughs) bad music. (laughs) Oh, fuck, that's hilarious. No, I thought I'm glad that you were totally on the same page with that one because, yeah, they're a garbage band. So... (laughs) Like, fuck them. I don't know why Rise would sign them. Like, I know they do very well, so maybe it's just a money grab. Most likely. Yeah. But I'd never even heard of Prospect Park, so I guess I understand that if Five Finger Death Punch thinks they're a fledgling label, that they're the only one keeping them afloat and all this kind of crap, then I can understand them wanting to leave if they're not putting things behind them. But I don't know. I just don't care either. Yeah, no, same here. It's it's whatever. I mean, it's just a five-figure death punch story. We love to just shred past those. Exactly. All right, Jackson, that finishes up news for this week and I guess last week. So we're just going to go straight to our favorite segment. It's time for album reviews. Let's do it. Let's get to reviews. Oh, shit. Dude, I don't know about you, but have you seen those fucking Reese's commercials on TV for Easter? <laughs> no. They're all using that track. So anytime I hear it, I'm like, oh, fuck, is it album review time? <laughs> you like grab your phone real quick like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh. fuck, I forgot. Where's my mic? <laughs> oh, wait. I always know where that is. Oh, okay. Don't worry about there that, Jackson. You go. Don't you worry about that. All right, man. So look, we once again compiled 
all the albums that we didn't have a chance to do last week with the brand new ones this week. So we went ahead and we went with all the ones that we enjoyed. And we've got a nice list here, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, to me, it's a good one. I think so, too. So, Jackson, how about you start us off? Let's do it, man. So, first off, we got Backwards releasing their album Veracity or Veracity? No, it's Veracity. Okay. Yep. Veracity. And this is off Stay Sick Recordings. And man, oh man, Ian, did I fucking love this album. I am glad to hear it. It was just so damn good. It was all over the place. The clean vocals were incredible. The lyrics was something that I really, really enjoyed through every single track. Right. This is one of those bands where you kind of have to do that to really get what this band is going for. They are a um, a liberal kind of metalcore band, I guess you would say, right? Wait, what did you say? Like a liberal metalcore kind of band. All right, no. Uh, No, because they would hate you for saying that. (laughs) I wasn't sure. No, they are, if anything, a libertarian rap metalcore band. Okay. They hate liberals. They hate liberals and they hate conservatives. If I'm not mistaken, I don't want to speak for them, but it's libertarian. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. I knew it was Libba something. I just got the wrong one. Libba something. (laughs) Anyways, they're a libertarian rap metalcore band, and seriously, everyone needs to check them out. I would go as far as into saying which tracks you should listen to, but honestly, you should just listen to all of them. I mean, every single one is good, if you ask me. And this is a album that has 18 tracks on it and that is not something that we usually get and i believe there's no intermissions or interludes or anything like oh, that you're, right Ian? you're wrong there is what like two or one there's two okay two there are two intermissions <laughs> out of an 18 track album it's true and one of them isn't even really an intermission to me that's why i said that it's like it's 55 seconds but it's like the continuation of a song so it's not like just like a ambience kind of thing it's like music so the intro track right. is a Pop full rap song. Yep, it's a full rap song, which is fine, but it's shorter. And then there's another instrumental somewhere in the middle. So to speak is the one that yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that's an instrumental. No, it's not. It's got lyrics in it. I don't think so. I mean, we could test it out right now. I'm pretty oh, sure I'm right. Oh, shit. No, you're going to roast me live if I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, do you want to take that risk? Fuck it, I'll do it. You sure? I, th- I thought I had lyrics, but if I'm wrong, it's okay. I did it for the fans. Guys, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you want me to go through? I got it right here. Do it, man. Just just fucking do it. All right, let's see. So I'm going to skip around this so that people know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's everything. That's everything. Oh, man. And on to the next song. Sorry, buddy. Ian's right once again. You got me. But look, we didn't even bet on anything. It's just I have to show that I'm right. That's all. And that is okay because, Jackson, you love this album. I do. But then you didn't know that there weren't any. Were you making up lyrics in your head? No, I could have sworn (laughs) there was. I was just wrong. Your lyrics were like, backwards is great. The government sucks. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, Ian. No, that wasn't it. You're wrong. Well, whoa. That's not true. Hey, you're wrong. About what? I didn't think that. Therefore, you're wrong. But I said, did you? I didn't say you did. You said you did. Nope. We can rewind this as well. Prove <laughs> that you're wrong again. It's a joke. I don't know, man. I can't tell. You don't have your sarcasm face on. <laughs> you can't see my face. Exactly. <laughs> Bam. Got him again, folks. All right. Oh, my gosh. I enjoyed this. make this a competition because <laughs> I will win. That doesn't yes. make any sense. 
<laughs> if we make this a competition, I will win. How does that not make sense, Ian? How would you like to make this a competition? <laughs> and how many times you claim you're right when you're wrong? Okay, that's fine. I'll take that. Starting We're... today, I'm calling you on everything wrong you say. What oh. are we betting? Ian, we both have nothing to bet. Yeah, that's true. Our lives <laughs> suck. That's, that's a good point. All right, all right. Enough of this nonsense. Enough of this inner podcast rivalry. Is that what it was? Oh, wow. Jeez. Fuck you. Oh, no, okay. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Look, let's get back to this album. So, I also enjoyed this album a lot. For people that don't know, it is a rap metal, rap hardcore, rap metalcore, whatever you want to call it. But we brought up Eric July who is the lead singer. I wouldn't call him necessarily clean vocalist, but he does do some clean vocals. He does the rapping. He also does the unclean vocals too. And I think that's where he's even better than people think he is because that just brings a whole new element to the band altogether. Yeah, no, you're not kidding. His vocals really are impressive on this album and really underestimated. And like Jackson was talking about, I do love the anti-government message. I don't know, man. I just love hearing taxation is theft, and I love hearing that you don't need the state, the state needs you, and all these things are so extremely true, but people tend to be sheep a lot of the time. So I know that libertarianism isn't perfect. By the time this comes out, it's almost tax time. If you haven't done your taxes, you're going to be fucked. And even paying your taxes, you're probably fucked. So it's just like the perfect time for this album to come out because it really does make you angry. You get that fucking excise tax thing in the mail and you're like, what the fuck am I paying the government so that I can own a car? Where does that come from? You're absolutely right. And a lot of people probably think, you know, as soon as you just say the word libertarian or anything like that, they automatically just put the guards up, not going to listen to anything you say. But it's just this album is just so different. It's such a new perspective that everyone should just give a chance and listen to it. And hey, you might learn something. I know I did. Yeah, it's very interesting to hear different points of view. And I know a lot of people don't like hearing other people's point of view, (laughs) especially, you know, Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Oh, Facebook. Don't even don't even go. Don't even get you started. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, it's totally fucked up. But I love hearing an album like this. And Ty also mentioned, you know, hey, 18 tracks. This is like a rap album and is kind of like that because yeah we don't normally get albums that have almost straight you know three plus minute long songs on almost every track for almost 18 tracks like it's not really something that is normally done but this band also isn't something that's normally done if you look at how well they did as well with this album they pretty much self-funded this like stay sick is some type of partnership they have with them where they're not under a major contract, I think they get to put this out by themselves more than being under the umbrella of a label. Right. I think the way they did this was in a way so that they don't actually sell their music to a label. I think the whole partnership was kind of just for promotion value. You know what I mean? Like Stay Sick obviously has a following as a record label, and then they get to push this album out as if it was their own, but it isn't. I'm sure they get you know, some sort of cut oh, of, of course. this. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, they wouldn't just do it out of, you know, whatever. But <laughs> right. again, who would? But anyways, they had something that I've never seen before. I've never seen a where you just kind of sign on just so that they can publish it. And then I guess you kind of hop out. I'm not really sure how the whole process goes. 
but the way they did this is kind of in a way that they're backing up what they're saying. You know what I mean? Because I believe the whole thing why he left Fire from the Gods was because of stuff like that. You know, they just wanted to get signed and they wanted to just go tour and fuck it. Right. Well, they're doing this their own way. And you can tell that it's different. And I think that's why people are loving it. And their billboard chart, whatever, just released yesterday or today. I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. And it came out incredible. They ranked very highly on nine different charts. So they're killing it, man. Right. And yeah, look, I still don't understand all those fucking charts. They've added so many new ones that none yeah. of it really <laughs> makes sense. But you can tell that especially a at least a perceived do-it-yourself band like Backwards, that they're going to know the numbers. So when they present something like that, to me, it means a little bit more. What I also thought was interesting was Eric has been posting things about how great the album has done and you know thanking everyone. And he also started to list some things that I thought was very interesting. One of the things I wanted to point out, especially, was something that I've heard in the past as well, is a lot of labels and management will tell people, look, you have to tour. You've got a tour, you've got a tour, that's the way you get your music out there, blah, blah, blah. And one of the reasons why he left Fire from the Gods is because they wanted to tour even without anything to back themselves up. Right. So he even says it in the song, I think it's Be Great. He does that whole rap breakdown where he talks about all that stuff, and he says in it that that's a stupid idea. Why are you getting more into debt or getting more into debt to a label or your management team and going out to a tour that isn't promoted correctly without the backing that you need, you're taking all this money, you're throwing it basically down the drain and not getting the promotion that you would get if you put it into other means. And I thought that was very interesting. It is. And man, it could be true. Right. It really can be. I mean, there's a lot of times where they go into debt to do this tour and then they're playing to like five to ten people a night. And right. I mean, yes, that's great for those five or ten people, but that's not making them the money that the record label's image in their head when they go on tour. You know what I mean? Exactly. So no, they're just totally. losing things in the long run. I mean, yes, they might gain a fan or two, but at the same time, it doesn't all add up to where it's profitable for a band. You know what I mean? For sure. So yeah, I would say, guys, you should definitely be checking out this album. It's a very good mix where I wouldn't say that any track sounds exactly the same as the other. They switch everything around very well. Like Jackson said, the clean vocalist is very good. The whole mix together really, really works. And then also, there is guest vocals by friend of the show, Lauren Babick of the band Red Handed Denial. You can hear her on the track Democracy Sucks on the album yep. as well. And of course, she kills it because she always does. And there's also two rap songs, I believe, on this album, too. It's Addict and I think Tell Me. I think those are the two. You're probably right on that one. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like Ian was saying, I, we could honestly talk about this album so much longer. But really, it's just an incredible album that we really recommend everyone listens to because it's just awesome. And I'm really glad that they're doing well with it as well. Yes, that's also a really big part of it, too, because whenever you do something not normal like this, I'm sure there's a little bit of, you know, nervousness behind it. Right. But I mean, dude, they, they did awesome. I mean, the charts speak for themselves. So we need a track to play for everyone. And I think, you know, we won't do this for every time, but I think I'm going to go to you. What track do you think we should play? Man, well, I'll tell you what. My favorite track off of the Backwards album is definitely Statius. So play that one, please, sir. It's really funny how 
they be talking down. I'm the religious, a hypocrite when they're in their mouths. The one they worship is far more dangerous with a bigger body count and it's far more famous. Very nice. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. So once again, that is Backwards with Veracity on Stay Sick Recordings. Next up, we have The Artificials with Heart on Tragic Hero Records. Jackson, what do you think of this one? I enjoyed this this album. I really did. And I didn't think I was because I've never heard of the band that much. I kind of just heard, uh, I think, a single before. We talked about their single when they released it on the show before, did we not? We did. Right. So... You know, I liked the song. I wasn't super stoked for the album because I just wasn't sold on it yet. But whenever I heard this album part as a whole, I actually really, really got into this. And I didn't think I was, but I really do think everyone should listen to this. This is a female fronted kind of metalcore band. Yeah, progressive metalcore. metalcore. Right. And it's just really interesting. It's a lot different than other female fronted metal bands nowadays. I just really do think everyone should give it a chance because it's got some really solid tracks on there that are really catchy as well. And her vocals are amazing. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know the background, the band is fronted by Sarah Rigdon and she's married to Alan Rigdon. And people might know Alan from when he was the guitarist and co-founder of ERA. So he comes from that whole scene. And then also they have the track In the Hollow, which has the old lead singer of ERA, Garrison Lee, also do guest vocals. Yep, It's kind of an interesting husband and wife team that they've got there with Sarah doing the clean vocals and Alan doing the unclean vocals. And yeah... I really like this. I liked all the way through. It's a very technical band, as you would expect, you know, progressive metalcore and coming from era. Of course, they're going to know how to play their instruments very well. There's going to be very technical guitar solos all over the place. And then also Sarah's voice to me reminds me of songs that would be in like anime introductions. (laughs) And I'm a big fan of that. So I appreciate it. I don't know. Anytime I heard the songs, I was like, what anime could this be on? Because it really did sound very like (laughs) epic and cool that way. And yeah, she just has a great voice. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think you even said that when we talked about the track on a show before, but I don't remember. Probably did. But that's funny. (laughs) I I like that. That's funny. Yeah, it continues throughout. And really... There's no filler on this entire album. It's straight front to back rock. So I would definitely give this a chance. I think what's kind of interesting with pretty much all of these albums that we're going to be talking about today is that each one could be very unique on the scale of who would actually listen to it. I happen to enjoy all these, but I can certainly tell that there are a bunch of people in our audience that will only like certain albums on this list. I agree. This is a very diverse album list that we're going to be talking about. All right, Jackson. So you know what? I think for you know probably the last time tonight, what track do you think we should play from the Artificials? For Artificials, I'm going to go with Stormwolf. And thank you, Ian, for giving me the honor of finally getting to pick a song. No problem, man. Stormwolf it is. There is no peace this time, just... 
anime, baby. <laughs> so once again, that is the Artificials with Heart on Tragic Hero Records. Next up, we got Body Count releasing their album Bloodlust. And this one's off Century Media Records. And of course, people I'm assuming have been waiting for me to talk about this album since I always give them somewhat of a hard time whenever we talk about their tracks, you know, just as singles. But look, I'm just going to be straight up again, just like the singles. I mean, I, I couldn't really get into it too much. The music is just not that good to me. And I'm sorry. I tried. The Uh, lyrics, look, the lyrics are good. I mean, the whole message, everything in that sort of sense is good. I'm for it. Yay. (laughs) But when it comes to the music, I just can't get into like, he's just hollering the whole time. And I I just can't feel it, man. It's not for me. All right, Jackson, wait a second. Who's hollering on the album? Ice motherfucking tea. Lemonade. (laughs) Ice tea. What the hell? Ice tea. (laughs) That's probably our longest running joke, by the way. Oh, shit. All right. You have to see the commercial if you haven't. Every fucking person has. This whole country is full of whores watching commercials all the time. Whoa. No, sorry. You let out some hate there. The reason why I did is because, I don't know, have you seen all the Guardians of the Galaxy commercials? I've seen some. Why? Because have you noticed that they're all companies? It's all insurance companies and underwear companies and all this shit. And it just makes me really, really nervous for the movie. Oh, I'm sure the movie will be fine. Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know, man. This is from the writer of the Belko experiment. All you have to look, Ian, one word, Marvel. That's it. I know. I know they're great. There has never been a Marvel movie that has been whored out as much as this one. So You're I, right about that. I'm just worried. Like, of course, you get the action figures and stuff like that. Like, of course, you're always going to get the well, kids' toys. But insurance companies, underwear companies, like with actual video footage made specifically for their commercials, that's not normally done. I agree. No, you're right about that. It is a little weird. But I, I honestly, I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the movies kind of like commercialized and it's like they like change the script you know like from what they did because like they had something so unique i hope they don't fuck that up now but i, I really doubt not. they will man marvel's good at keeping their shit together this I isn't hope. a dc movie we're talking about no it's true it's true no slow motion all over the place and everything so yeah <laughs> i i get it. okay sorry so that's just a side just a side come note. on all right so anyone who doesn't know the band body count it's straight up old school metal with iced tea rapping. Now, the thing I want you to remember, Jackson, too, is do you know how long they've been together? No, I have not at all. This is actually the first thing I've ever heard by Body Count. I never heard that there was a thing called Body Count. I didn't know Ice T was doing metal music till I heard that this album was coming out. They have been around since 1992. Holy shit. Yes. It's not like this is a new thing where Ice-T was like, hey, I'm done with Law and & Order, and now I don't know what to do with my life. You know, hey, I'm going to go make a metal band. Like, it's not that. And by the way, it does feel weird to me that many millennials who hear his song is going to be like, when did the guy from Law & Order start rapping? <laughs> it's a very weird feeling for me, but I'm sure it's happening. So anyways, they've been around for a while. They have done multiple albums, so this isn't like a new trend or anything. I think that the actual technical music is great. And really, I like the whole entire thing. I never thought that I would, but I've been a fan of Body Count for a while, and I really do enjoy the dichotomy of having that type of rap 
over the old school metal stuff. And there is a track in the album where it's a stupid, goofy guy asking Ice-T, you know, how'd he come up with the band? And he mentions three bands of why he wanted to start this. Black Sabbath, Suicidal Tendencies, I believe is what he was saying, because I think he just said suicidal, and then Slayer. And then they go into a part cover. Raining Blood. But they call it Raining in Blood. Oh. Yeah, for this track, so they don't, yeah, yeah. It came off very cool, and I think in most cases, I think they're doing a pretty good job, for me anyways. I mean, they had Dave Mustaine of Megadeth do a cover for Civil War. They had Max Cavalera guest in All Love is Lost. They had Randy Blythe of Lamb of God guest in Walk With Me. I mean, they're doing their thing. It seemed good to me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and you could tell that they're supported very highly, especially by like those big names. I mean, everybody is for them. I guess I'm just the only ass that <laughs> just puts it to the <laughs> side. All right. Well, since you didn't enjoy this album that much, I'm going to play a little bit from Civil War because I really like that track a lot. God, America is now engaged in Civil War. It's already started. Make me too late to stop. It's already on. They're shooting at cops. They're pushing the line. Racism is high. The country's divided. You know the fuck why. The press of the poll and pushing the truth. The public is dumb. Delusional youth. Our leaders are evil. Lie after lie. The public is armed and ready to die. That's a really fucking good song, man. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Just absolutely stunning. All right, all right. Look, Whoa. I think I I think I actually like toned down myself because you didn't like this, but I really do like this album. I want people to know that and I want people to check it out. I also think in most tracks, they are very realistic, except in like a couple, like for Ski Mask Way. I think that song is awful. Oh shit. Yeah, that song is awful. Like, I tried listening to it again, and that whole skit they do where they're stealing the stuff from the bank, and then they get the... Oh, yeah. We the, talked what, about yeah, the it's, show. it's awful. Yeah, that one's not good. But everything <laughs> else in this album is good. So if you like okay. this style of music, you should check this out. If you don't know this style of music, you should check it out. Really give it a chance. I know it's not everyone's thing, but I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed hearing you say how you enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, look, that's the only way I can end it on like a positive note. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. All right. For everyone else other than Jackson, that was <laughs> Body Count with Bloodlust on Century Media Records. Next, we got another band. This is like a sort of hardcore. Would I? Would we just go with hardcore? Yeah, hardcore metalcore. Yes. Yeah. Caution Thieves, and they had an EP called. Songs from the Great Divide. I believe this is self-released. I think so. Yeah. Now, this, I enjoyed a lot more than Body Count. Oh. But then again, that is not that hard. Oh, man. No, you know what? I'm going to stop with the whole Body Count thing. That's just mean. You are. Um, no, this is a really good EP. It's got four songs on it. To me, every single song is pretty good. They're not exactly inventing the wheel here. I mean, it, it's just it's good hardcore music. It, it's not a huge standout. 
I'd say probably the part that I like the most about the songs is like the vibe that they have. Right. With like, like they have like this really like this ambiance thing going on in the background of all their songs. And they set that up really well. But other than that, I mean, to me, it's a solid EP. I think it's a good introduction to the band if you've never heard of them before. I am excited for newer stuff that they do because I do think that they'll get better from this. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's kind of just it, it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're a technical band from Australia, and it is really quick. It's four tracks. That's it. So it is a good introduction from the band, but you're not going to get everything that you want from it because it is so short. But yeah, I think they do a very good job of setting the tone, as you were talking about, Jackson. So why don't we go ahead and take a listen to A Greater Sense of Self? Let's do it. So there are uncleans, obviously, and then there are also clean vocals, depending on which track you listen to. Yep. But yeah, like we said, it's a short one, so it's easy for you to listen through, but we don't have much that we have to say about it. That's, you couldn't have worded it any better, Mr. Ian. Thank you, sir. So once again, that's Caution Thieves, and really it's Caution colon Thieves, but I think you can just look up Caution Thieves in your search engine. And the EP is called Songs from the Great Divide. Next up, something that Jackson is super excited for. We've got the new Falling in Reverse album coming home on Epitaph Records. Jackson, what do you got for me? This one's a complicated one for me. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? (laughs) (laughs) That almost seemed set up. (laughs) It almost did, but I was not ready for it. And then it happened. I was like, oh, I'm singing. Not scripted. Anyways, uh, okay, so first I'm going to start off by taking out some of the bad shit because I want to end it off on a good note. Okay. If you're getting the deluxe edition, it brings two songs right now in Paparazzi. Those songs are god-awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, they're atrocious. I was so pissed. I mean, I'm so glad I didn't spend money on the deluxe edition because it is really bad. That's I'm not even going to get into details. It's just a bad song. You're not going to like it. Anyways. Well, hold on. You might like those two tracks if you like previous Falling in Reverse songs. See, I would have said that, but I think it's way worse than previous Falling in Reverse. No. I feel like it's old Falling in Reverse, but even worse than that. Like, to me, this was some of the worst stuff I've heard by them. Wow. Because I enjoyed the Fashionably Late album. See, that's the thing. I would have put sure both these tracks. That. Yeah, I would have put both these tracks on Fashionably Late. There's See, okay, look, I like that album. There are a couple songs I don't like because they sound like this, but I even think this was worse than that. This is like Bad Girls Club, everybody. But people love that fucking song. <sighs> yeah, well, Just not our you. listeners, man. I guarantee it. That's probably true. You know, we, we, have, a, we have a certain group, I think. We have I'd some like great haters out there. Right. But anyways, okay, look, the album to me is very, very good. I enjoy the shit out of it. 
Ronnie Radke's voice really stand out. I think this is his best work vocal-wise. Instrumental-wise, it's Falling in Reverse. They still have a couple guitar solos in it. Now, what I was trying to get to earlier was whenever Ryan Seaman left, he did some of the backing vocals live and stuff. Now, I'm assuming that Christian Thompson is going to be doing them now because he actually has guest vocal. No, let me rewind that. It's not really guest vocals, but he has vocal parts in the songs, especially in Straight to Hell. And I can't remember the other ones, but it actually sounds really good. So I wouldn't be like, you know, I wouldn't miss Ryan that much, maybe, because I feel like Christian Thompson could do it just fine or better. You know what I mean? Okay. And he's a great guitarist. And look, it's a really, really good album. The only song I don't like besides the two atrocious deluxe edition songs is the song, I Hate Everyone. What? That's the only one I don't like. It I, really is. I was going to use that one for clips for the fucking really? show. Yeah. I thought it was, I just didn't like it that much. There's a lot of la, 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 like that kind of shit in it. And I just, that's not what I signed up for, I feel like, with this album. Because I feel like the rest of the album is really, really good. And then they kind of get sillier for I Hate Everyone. And it kind of ruined the vibe of the whole album for me. And fuck you and all your friends. And I'm bad at life. But they don't sound silly. Like this, like you say the song title and it sounds like in that sort of same category, but it's not. They sound way better. What I would say about this is we thought it was going to be a certain tone throughout. When they, right. when they had the first three tracks that they released, Coming Home, Loser, and was it Broken? Yep. Those three, three had tracks. a certain, yeah, they had a certain tone. And that's where I heard a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars and it seemed like they were going for a theme. I guess Ronnie can't keep a theme going anymore, but it's okay. Like, this is probably their most focused album they've ever had. I agree. Maybe besides the first one, because in that one, mostly Ronnie was focused on, you know, prison. You know, that's what he was singing mostly about was his rehabilitation and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that one technically would be more focused, but this one seems even more focused than that. So... If you aren't a Falling in Reverse fan, you might find something here that you would enjoy more. That's what I took out of this, too. I feel like you can hate Falling in Reverse for their other stuff and enjoy this album. No screams, by the way. None at all. Yeah, which isn't something I normally like. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I think Ronnie has an amazing voice when it comes to unclean vocals. He does. No, he does. But I don't know. I just feel like for this album, it didn't need it. And I didn't think I would ever say that about Falling in Reverse. Because like when I heard that they were releasing this, because Ronnie said before even the first single came out, there's not going to be screaming. This isn't your basic Falling in Reverse metal album. This is going to be totally different. And right there, boom, that was a turnoff for me. But man, it worked out great. And I enjoyed the shit out of this album. Take away those two awful tracks. Yeah. And let's not forget... It is new Ronnie Radke, and he's amazingly talented, but for some reason, he does like doing those weird vocals. You know, it reminds me of, like, you ever seen the Seinfeld episode with the belly button? Oh, dude, I don't know. I can't remember. It's one where Jerry has a girlfriend, and for some reason, whenever she sleeps or yawns and it, like, expands or whatever, he imagines (laughs) a voice coming out of it that him and George do, and it's like, hello, la, la, la. Like, that's what Ronnie does (laughs) for some reason in some of the tracks. I don't know why that happens because you know he has the range. So it's not like he has to modify his voice, but he does. So I just wanted to warn people. They're like, wait a second. Does this mean Ronnie Radke is back to his old style of music? No, this is something different. It's like a hybrid. 
Yeah, I agree. And, and like, dude, it's it's so complicated to really explain how this it's album so goes without people just listening to it as a whole. But to me, it's just a really good album, man. I've been listening to it over and over on repeat and really enjoying it. Well, then you tell me what track you want me to play. Because originally I was going to play I Hate Everyone. Were you really? Dude, he says hate in it so much, it's just perfect for the show. You can play it if you want, Ian. No, no, no. I want to hear what you want to hear. Fine. It's definitely a mix between Departure or Straight to Hell. Uh, My favorite song is Departure, but I'm going to have you play Straight to Hell. So by the way, we probably should have said that when he said no screams, he meant no low growls. Right, like unclean vocal kind of sense. But he just screamed a bunch there. That would be considered unclean vocals. No, that's just holding a high note kind of. No, that's not. That's not screaming. It absolutely is screaming. No, Yep. I don't agree with that. Oh, Jackson. I'm sorry. All I, right. That's just, I'm not taking it. We're going to have to have a Twitter vote. Twitter vote time, oh, people. Gosh. People who have listened to Coming Home, if there are unclean vocals in this album or no unclean vocals in this album. There you go, Jackson. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So anything else you want to say about this before we wrap it? Uh, No, I'm good. Yeah, look, I enjoyed this album. I think it's probably, besides their first album, it's probably my favorite. I think there's more in here to enjoy because I do hear a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars in this, and I don't know why it just happens. So I'm also happy that this wasn't a full rap album or something, because obviously Ronnie can do whatever he wants, and people are going to pay money. So I'm glad that this led to something with a lot of talent in it, if that makes sense. Everyone, once again, that's Falling in Reverse with Coming Home on Epitaph Records. Next up, we got Dead by April releasing their album, Worlds Collide, and this is on Universal. Now, this album, I loved from beginning to end, every single song. There's no deluxe bullshit. (laughs) It's just a damn good album. And man, I don't know what it is, but when I'm listening to this, it just gets you so like pumped. It's like really energetic and fun, you know what I mean? No, I definitely understand. Look, for anyone that does not know this band... And maybe they missed all the episodes that we have talked about them, you know, playing their tracks and doing all that. They are a Swedish electronic core, metal core, pop rock, pop metal band, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Whatever it is, they're definitely Swedish. Get that through your head first. (laughs) They're definitely Swedish. Yeah, definitely Swedish. Next, I have been a fan from the very beginning. So they've been doing this for 10 years now. And even though they've gone through a ton of member changes, they still have that same sound that they started with. And really, in 2007, that sound wasn't very popular. It wasn't something that a lot of people were doing. So to still be doing it, to continue on, is, at least to me, it's impressive. Plus, I've really enjoyed everything that they've done. 
and this album is really no different. The thing I have to warn everyone about, though, is just because Jackson, I like this does not mean that you're going to like it. (laughs) That makes sense. It's a formulaic album because this band is formulaic, but it's still really well done at what they're being formulaic on. Yeah, no, you worded that right. I man, it's just it get it just gets me so pumped whenever I listen to this. I don't even think about like the little details or nothing. It's just so fun, you know, like from beginning to end. I just enjoy it so much. No, I totally agree. Man, I loved those first three singles, and then every song on the album is so similar that you can't not like it. There's only one track on the whole album that's different. And you know which one that one is, right? Right, the last one for every step. Yep. Because they have that guest vocals from Tommy Korberg. I don't know how to say Swedish last names. <laughs> but I looked him up. He's like this, I don't know, what, 50, 60-year-old singer who doesn't sing metal. And it sounds like a little bit like Meatloaf. <laughs> but it's him singing the entire time. The and he's in it for the whole yeah, song, it's too. it's the whole it's entire like song. Yeah, it's not like he comes in for the breakdown or anything. No, it's the whole entire song. So it is kind of funny to hear every single track and then hear him do this full track. So pretty interesting. I don't know why they did that. Apparently, he's very popular in Sweden. So that must be the reason. But yeah, man, look, all these tracks are catchy as fuck. It's just good. I don't know. It's it, You have to like this style of music. But if you do, then you're going to love this album. I completely agree, Mr. Ian. So once again, Jackson, I'm going to ask you because you love this so very, very much as oh, I do love shit. it as well. What track are we going to play? Playing with fire and played it right from the beginning. You don't even have to cut around. That's why I picked that song, because I knew you were going to get clean, unclean, kind of breakdown, everything (laughs) in those first like 30 seconds. And that's why I just love that track. And to me, it's completely fine. Maybe it's because I grew up with them, you know, but I know there are some people that will hate that. They will absolutely hate that style of music. But I love this album. I think it's great. I don't care what anyone thinks. That's why we have a show. Ooh. Yeah. Get spicy, Ian. Let them know. (laughs) What? Get spicy. What the fuck? You're getting heated, man. Let him know, Ian. Tell him. Preach. I'm not even angry right now. I enjoyed what we just listened to. Well, there's a difference between speaking the truth and getting angry. That is true. I don't know, man. It sounded like you were popping off there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm a good hype man. I could absolutely see that. (laughs) But yeah, guys, I would say definitely check it out. Once again, that's Dead by April with Worlds Collide on Universal.
And last on the list, we got a band that we've been talking about on the show for quite some time now, Charlatan. And they released their album called Remarkable. And this is off Revival Recordings, who we love so much and always give us different shit to talk about that it seems like every single band is completely different. And this is another case of that. Ain't I right, Ian? Absolutely, you are correct. You damn right. Now, okay, so again, following the same train that we've been going on, all these albums are very different. Yes. But this one is different, but it's also very weird. It's the most differentist. Yes, differentist is the word of the show today. We're going to stick with that. And this is the by far the most differentist. As in differentist, we can explain this for as long as we can, but you will have to find out for yourself just exactly why <laughs> this is so weird. You're going to have to dive into the lyrics. I mean, it is just so out there. Well, Jackson, I might have done some of the work for people. Oh, shit. Look, man, all I have to say is that it was catchy and it was good. Ian, hit him with the stats. <laughs> well, here, I just went through the entire album and I didn't even pick all of them. But I picked a <laughs> oh, few God. choice lyrics that people might find interesting. And by the way, Jackson, what would you even say this is? Would you say this like a, almost like a southern post-hardcore alternative rock band, maybe? Dude, it's like folk southern core. Yeah, because you can definitely hear the southern draw. Yeah, for sure. But they are very hard to place, and the tracks are so very different. Very They're catchy, everywhere. but obviously very weird. So here, I'm not even going to tell you the tracks these are from because you need to listen and figure it out for yourself. But here's some stuff right here. Crowbars, bricks, hammers for the ladies. Dead kitties go two for one today. Fine dining tastes a lot like shit when you eat out of a dumpster. After all, it's Thanksgiving. Foundation on your eyelids. Oh, shit. That's one. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> That's just one. Here's another. Well, now you're soft, smooth, moist. I know you hate that word, but it kind of turns you on like a Fight Club reference. Your love is my property. Cruel life, cruel world, Cruella DeVille. The best part for you and you alone? Now make it brutal. Wow. If you don't like this song, then fuck you. Don't slip and gag on the dicks on your way to hell. I got two more. One. I got two more. And that's not even all of them. But here's probably the hardest. And this is the one I'm going to struggle with. Finalacia Tooth, a prosto sapien by trade, was unimpressed when she saw Quinoche's splugered leg. Clean your gnarb, she said. This duel isn't over yet. <laughs> the fuck? The only way to beat this Harlow Trek is choke me with your love. Wow. That's... Man, I, I haven't even heard this, by the way. I just listened to the music. I didn't even catch the <laughs> lyrics. No, I knew it was going to be very weird, so then I dove right into the lyrics. And here's the last one, just for everyone, because I know you're going to enjoy it. Put some pep in your step. Put some hump in your jump. Put some cock in your cut. That's a sin, you fuck. Feel the sun on your face. It's the warmth of God's grace to remind you of free will to butt rape. How funny would it have been if you were actually saying Amir lyrics? And I know. you like, <laughs> at the end, just like, by the way, that was off of Amir's new album, now on to Charlatan. <laughs> they are a fucking weird-ass band, but I really, really, really like this album. I really yeah, did. As soon as I started to really hear the lyrics click, I was like, I have to look into this more and then we can talk about it because you can find gems like that all over the album. <laughs> gems? Is that what you're calling them? Yeah, I'm calling them gems. That's right. I like people that are different, so it works for me. Okay. <laughs> 
So once again, Jackson, because I like doing this now, what track would you like to play a little bit of? Oh, okay. I think I'm going to do the Sevier County Killer, because I think that one has like the most like southern draw to it, just so people can get a feel. Yeah, I actually don't know how to pronounce that either. Like, I think it's Sevier. Sevier County Killer, the first track, right? Yeah, I, was, I, I thought you were going to be like, fuck, Jackson, you can't read that. No, it's, it's a little tough. Let's play a little bit of that then. Yeah, people, that's a banjo. <laughs> Very weird. Just just weird. That's 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 what you call this album. I believe in that track they also say Yippie Kaye. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. You can't hate it. Revival puts out something that is so different from what they've had in the past. Yes, it is. That is true. So once again for everyone who would really like to put some pep in their step, <laughs> you should check out Charlatan with Remarkable on Revival Recordings. And lastly, guys, before we move on, we've got the upcoming albums for Friday, April 14th. And I think we've got a good list here that I'm pretty sure we're going to pretty much enjoy. So here we go. We've got, and this is pretty awesome here, Tiger Wine with Die With Your Tongue Out. Their new album is out on Blood and Ink Records. We've got Enterprise Earth with Embodiment. On Stay Sick Recordings, We Ride, Empowering Life on Victory Records. For the Win, with Heavy Thoughts on Artery Recordings. The Dead Rabbits, The Emptiness on Tragic Hero Records. And Dreaming Awake, Friction Lives on Imminence Records. Pretty fucking stacked lineup right there, man. I agree, man. So I am excited for that. Jackson is as well. That brings us to the end of our favorite segment. Now it's time to go on to some concert reviews. You think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review we both went to a couple of shows, so why don't you start us off? Hell yeah. All right, so first of all, I went to the Self-Inflicted Tour. This tour had Chelsea Grin, Ice Nine Kills, Gideon, and Enterprise Earth. Nice. And man, oh man, was this show sick. Um, this is the first time I went to this venue. It was called Gas Monkey Bar and Grill, and it Gas was actually monkey. outside. Monkey, monkey. Sorry. <laughs> 
You're jamming over there, man? Yep. Don't mind me. Oh, of course. Anyways, this was like an outdoor event, and it was really, really cool. It's like um, kind of like when you pass by a restaurant and they have like that stage outside. Nope. Never had that before. You've never seen that? Nope. Oh, Boston. Yeah, I know. I live in shitty Boston. Anyway, <laughs> so just imagine a restaurant with a stage outside. That's literally what this was. Okay. And it was really, really cool. Um, Enterprise Earth, uh, they got their album coming next week. I saw them. They're pretty good live. I mean, it's just not really my type. It's like a like deathcore. Right. But like, I can't really get into their lyrics too much because they're very. Uh, it's like gore kind of shit. Like I'm gonna rip you up and chew rip you. Up like, and uh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's, like, it's like, dude, just calm the fuck down. Anyways, I'll move on <laughs> to the good part now. <laughs> Gideon came on. They absolutely killed it. They played Pulling Teeth. They played Champion, which are their two new songs that are coming off of their new album, Cold. Nice. Which we will be very excited to talk about soon. And man, they just did great crowd reaction. Everybody seemed to love them. Just a great show, man. They always kill it. I mean, The Pit, of course, was just insane. You know, they're very, they're really good at their live show. Right. They sound really good. And that's one of the things that I love about seeing Gideon is they just always kill it. Nice. Next up was Ice Nine Kills. Oh, and either yeah. I really have to say if Ice Nine Kills did good or not. I mean, come on. Yeah, they were probably pretty terrible like they always are, right? Exactly. But up, up, but up, up. As anyone who listens to the show, me and Ian are huge Ice Nine Kill fanboys. And holy shit, again, they just absolutely destroyed the stage as they always do. Nice. Absolutely insane. Just, just a great band, man. I mean, the way Spencer sounds live is always incredible. He sounds exactly the same or maybe even better because it's more genuine. Mm-hmm. I mean, just their stage presence. It's just all amazing. But yeah. Oh, and he was actually sick, by the way, which was crazy. We should send him a get well card. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was him and JD, actually, the two vocalists. I think they both got food poisoning. I think oh. they said, I don't remember. It was weird, but they still just killed it. Just like Dance then, Gavin Dance. Yeah, you're right. I am. And then last but not least, or in my case least, <laughs> Chelsea Grin came on to finish the show. Yeah. And it's like if you listen to the show well enough, you know me and Ian don't mind Chelsea Grin. But their newest album, Self-Inflicted, is a kind of a turnoff for us. So we don't really get into it that much. No. I mean, I, I stayed for like a little bit of their set. You know, I just. They're good to see if you've never seen them before. Exactly. And I've seen them way too many times yeah. to get any enjoyment <laughs> right. out of seeing them again after I just saw Ice Nine Kills and Gideon. I thought that was my money worth, sure. to be honest with you. Makes sense. But, you know, I stayed for the shits and gigs. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it for a little bit, but I couldn't stay for a whole set. It's, they're just not that special to me. That makes sense. So the very next day, I went to the Take to the Skies tour, which is oh, Enter Shikari yeah. and Being as an Ocean. Now, I assumed that it was just going to be them two, but it was not. There was actually oh. a local band that played, and I didn't expect that. And I'm that's not going to say the name, but let's just say they weren't good, so uh, I didn't enjoy that part. Yeah, because when I went to see them you know, a couple weeks ago, they did not have a local band. So I see what you mean. I wish it was like that, because they uh, didn't even get a good local band. Gotcha. <laughs> which is crazy, because usually Dallas has good local bands. True. But, I mean, okay, so being as the notion came on. Um, they played. They started off their set with the three softer songs, uh, OK, Dissolve, and then a new song called Fade to Black. Okay. And holy shit, the new song sounds incredible. I hope they release it soon because their fucking album doesn't release till like June. Right. And they announced that like a month ago or two months ago, which is... No, it was like six months ago. Yeah, dude, it's just it's so... It's the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that in our scene, at least. I mean, whatever. I don't care. I just hope they release a new song soon, and I'm sure they will. But anyways, the set, incredible. I love being as an ocean. 
I love their lyrics. I love them as people. To me, they're just a very special band that holds a place in little old Jackson's heart. Oh. So seeing them live is always a highlight of my life. Now, Jeez. <laughs> dude, they just killed it, man. Dude, Joel spent like at least 85% of the show in the crowd. Nice. And that was incredible. And then so they performed at Trees, which I showed you. Remember when you came down to Dallas? Right. Now, there's a there's like an upstairs part of the venue where you could just climb up and then you can see the stage from up there. He literally climbed up there and jumped from the top of the balcony onto the fans. But yeah, no, just an insane show, man. I really did enjoy it. And then Very Enter nice. Shikari came next. They played all of my favorite Enter Shikari songs. And man, that was actually my first time seeing them live. Ah. So it was just real special and it was awesome. I It was just a really good weekend for me. That was literally those two shows were back-to-back days for me. And it was really cool. Very cool, man. Sounds like a good time. Thank, thank you. So for me, I went to see Newfound Glory for two nights in a row. Oh, shit. So the first night, they played the entirety of Sticks and Stones and their self-titled. And then on night two, they played the entirety of Catalyst and Nothing Gold Can Stay, as well as their brand new track that we had talked about on the show previously. They had a third night that was added after I had already purchased those two tickets, and they were replaying Sticks and Stones. And so I was like, I don't need to see that again, because I already have the two nights in a row. So I just stuck with that. But for all three nights, they sold out completely, and they had Trash Boat open And I don't know, we haven't talked a whole lot about Trash Boat on the show, but they are a pop punk band from England, and they did a very good job. I was actually pretty impressed, especially being a newer band that had just sold out three straight days. I mean, obviously because of Newfound Glory, but to be able to go up on stage and still do a good job being relatively new, especially over here, I think it was their first time in the States. That was pretty cool to see that. Sweet. But yeah, man, Newfound Glory, they just kill it every single time. Like, it's been years since I've had a chance to see them live again. And they did every single track. They didn't lose a step. It's just all four of them, drums, guitar, bass, vocals, and that's it. There aren't two guitarists or anything like that. It's just them going through. And they played for like an hour and a half, an hour and 50 minutes each night, somewhere around there. And it just worked out really well. If you have a chance to see Newfound Glory, you should go see me. Even if you're not a hardcore fan, you're still going to enjoy seeing them jump around and seeing how much the crowd gets into their music as well. Well, shit. I wish I could have seen them. They are a good damn fucking fun band. Yeah, let me swear some more in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and I did a couple of other, you wouldn't call them concerts, but I did a couple of other things that I've talked about on the show before. And I know I'm being very vague right now, but I don't Uh-oh. feel like plugging them anymore. What? The, see, the dog's oh. with me. Yeah, no, I see that. Damn. <laughs> Jackson, I the reason why I'm not even promoting these anymore is because I actually reached out about promotion, about like dual promotion, maybe sponsorship, because I give them so much press on the show. Mm-hmm. But they just blew that off. Now I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And we'll see how well these things do. Fuck, I'm really lost right now. I want to know what it is. I'll talk to you after the show. Oh, Just man. think of events that I've gone to that I have promoted on this show. I oh, went to okay. two of them. I went to two separate ones that I have promoted okay. on the show. And yeah, it's just one of those things where why would I continue to talk about it? You know, there's no give and take. You know what I mean? I know what it is now. Yeah. So yeah, I did a ton, but I really don't feel like talking about those two things. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly, Jackson. 
people might remember that I said I was going to ERA, but I yeah. had to sell my ticket. Oh. Yeah, it has something to do with the bad things that have been happening. All right, Jackson. I think on that note, it is time to go to new songs. New song. Yes, new song. <laughs> So we probably didn't even have to do a segment change because it's just like what Jackson said. I don't know what happened. Remember when we were going through like 20 new songs and we were like, when is this going to end? We need to run through all these. Well, we only have one this week. I don't know what happened. And that's including the last couple of weeks. There's been like nothing. So Nothing that we're interested in, that's for sure. Well, yeah, that's also true. But yes, the new song for this week is from the band Lakeshore. It's called Kings, The Reawakening. And we're not even going to play it here because you can go listen to the entire track that we actually premiered on the Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition that I did with Ben and Sean of Lakeshore. So you can listen to that entire track on that Conversation Edition. So what better plug can there be other than that? It doesn't get any better. Exactly. Plus, we can though make the announcement because I have heard this EP already. It is really fucking good and I can't wait to talk about it more on the show. But that EP 41 comes out on April 21st. So we will definitely be talking about it more and more. But if you know Lakeshore, you don't know Lakeshore, and you haven't had a chance to listen yet, you can go back for free and listen on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and everything in between. You can look up the episode I did with Ben and Sean of Lakeshore and listen to that whole almost hour-long interview where they talk about everything Lakeshore as well as other things as well. And I think you'll really enjoy it. So go do that for sure. And by the way, the song, I mean, yeah, I know we're not playing it because, you know, they want to go back and listen to it, but the song is great. And yeah. I really do recommend everyone actually go listen to our shameless plug that we just did. Some would say the best kind of plug. But yeah, no, it's a great track. And they also did a music video for it too, which is really interesting. Yeah, for sure. You should definitely watch that as well. Yes, sir. Quickest new song segment there. <laughs> so you know what, Jackson? That means it's time for a breakdown from the past. Damn, it's so early. Let's do it. All right, Jackson, are you going to continue the streak of great breakdown from the past bands? Oh, man, you're putting pressure on me. Ian, my band is called 10 After 2. Uh, Okay. Is the streak done? Yep. Why? Yes, it is. Look, I know exactly who you're talking about, and they just never lived up to their potential. And I think that's what makes it disappointing to me, because I saw them multiple times live, with the album that you're about to talk about, Truth Is. <laughs> and they changed lead singers and they did all this stuff and they just could not keep everything together. Well, Ian, that's usually why bands quit and that's why they make it on <laughs> Breakdown from the Past. They usually don't have their shit together, do they? I know, I know. But it's just maybe because I saw this band multiple times. Fine, fine. Look, they have, a, they have an EP called If You Don't and this is a five-song EP. They released that in 2010 and then they have one album which Ian loves so much <laughs> <laughs> called the truth is they did that in 2011 and that's all they've done now i enjoy it it's like a good uh post like emo metal i guess you would kind of say it just kind of gives you that nostalgia factor again 
that I just love. And honestly, I thought Ian was going to like it too. So he kind of let me down. <laughs> but hey, fuck it. It's my breakdown from the past. That's Ian, right. play Before You Know It for me, please. And I'm sure you probably knew I was even going to play that one. Of course. Here it is. <laughs> Oh, man. enjoyed it. No, this band disappointed me. Oh my god, but wait a second. If they disappointed you, that means they were good, but they just let you down. Uh, I don't know. Come on, disappointment means that you had hopes for them. Uh, you wouldn't have hope for something bad, would you? Ah, uh, oh, fuck it, never mind. Just do your breakdown. <laughs> I don't know. I had high hopes for the new Amur album, too. <laughs> no, you didn't. Shut up. And Suicide Silence. Okay, that one maybe you did. <laughs> No, man, I'm only fucking with you. It's just, it is funny because I had thought about doing them for a breakdown from the past before, and I was like, no, you know what? They let me down. Oh, damn. It's good that you got them on the show. Man, I just, I'm not taking your sarcasm right now. I, I just feel it's like. It's not sarcastic. Just, I feel like you're holding back on how much you actually hate them. I feel like you're trying to be nice about it. I'm holding back a little bit. <laughs> I knew I could tell. <laughs> but that is okay. Okay. <laughs> now okay. I don't know how to leave this. <laughs> So is the streak over, man? Damn. No, you still did a good job of not picking a band that's already been on the show. Or not broken up. Yeah, I mean... Because I did that You did do that once. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. But no, the whole reason why the joke was running for so long with you was because you were picking blatant bands that we had certainly already chosen and not knowing it. I'd say that for like two of them. I'd say it for I like five of them. I some of them we actually didn't do. Like really five? Do. No, I really do think that there was some that actually weren't talked about on the show. But, I, I you know, you're the host. I just got to. <laughs> you're the fucking listen. co-host. <laughs> Look, I would like to say, if there are any haters out there that do have some spare time, I would really love for you to go back into the archives. Oh. No, yes. no, don't listen to him. We should have been doing this from the beginning. It's just I'm doing so much that it completely left my mind. It was something I didn't think of. We should have a list, a running list of all the bands we've done for Breakdown from the Past because it means something. Like Even back to when Craig was on the show. We should have from when Craig was on the show, when Ty was on the show, we should have everyone's breakdown from the past since the beginning of the show. That is true. That actually would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, because Stay then... Yeah, we'd never have any overlaps. We'd always know, okay, well, let's do this next band that we were planning on doing, whatever it happens to be. So I doubt there's anyone with that kind of time. But if there is, (laughs) it would be awesome if you could go back 
and have a list for us, we'd be ever so thankful and we'd be able to give you a prize for sure. If you can do that, get in touch with me. You know how to do it. We have all the links in the description of the episode so that you can do that. Plus, the email is ianhates at gmail.com. So now, my breakdown from the past is a band called Bleed the Dream. Jackson, Mm -hmm. ever heard of them? No, sir. They are a mid-2000s band, post-hardcore emo, you know, that kind of level. They had a couple albums. They had a couple EPs. They had Awake and Asleep as EPs, and they had Built for Blood and Killer Inside. Now, they say that they got back together in 2008, but there hasn't been anything new. So I'm considering them not together. So how about we take a listen to a track from the first full-length album. It's called Built for Blood in 2005. The track is called Just Like I Remember. Let's do it. See, Jackson, how do you not like a track where you start with the chorus? I liked it. I'll give you that. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. I always thought that his voice sounded like Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach. It does. Okay, good. I'm but, not wait, But totally I couldn't crazy. catch that at the beginning. Like, I was listening to it. I was like, man, that sounds like somebody. And then as soon as he said it, I was like, yep, that's it. There we go. Okay, good. It's on that emo post-hardcore scale. You can go ahead and check out the rest of their stuff, but... That's always the track that stood out for me because I was listening to it at a certain part in my life. So it's just one of those things I remember rocking out to, you know, my emo self. Oh, the Ian emo stage. I would have loved I don't to have know. seen that. I don't think I removed myself from that stage. Did you used to dress different? No. I've always dressed the same. Really? Yeah. The only thing that's ever changed about the way that I dress, sometimes I have to get dressed up for like fucking interviews and funerals and stuff. Oh, and it's like, fuck, you got to like find where all your shit is because you don't ever wear it. Look at a fucking video on how to tie a fucking tie. (laughs) Hey, I have to do that too. I went on a rant on that recently. It's fucking 2017. Why does anyone have to wear a tie anymore? It's impractical. Not only is it a safety concern, 
because it's just a piece of thing that's tied around your fucking neck that can get caught in things. It's like a cape. It's like a cape for a superhero. <laughs> it's a front cape. It's a front cape that looks goofy. Like even goofier. I think if you went walking around with a cape, in my eyes, you would look less goofy than a businessman walking around with a tie. I completely agree, Mr. Ian. And anything <laughs> where you have to have an instructional video on how to use a piece of clothing, it just shouldn't Should exist. Yeah, it shouldn't fucking exist. And then not to mention, you're tying something tight around your fucking neck. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. All right, we anyways. need to get you on something with this rat. I don't know. I don't know what what's the plug or anything, but this needs to be shared all over the world. I'm working on my standup. <laughs> I might not open with that, but I'm thinking maybe I I throw it in the middle. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. I I get it. <laughs> it's time to move on to say our goodbyes. Let's do it, man. Do that thing where you say the quick goodbyes. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate it so much. Ian is way better at plugs, but please, <laughs> we're everywhere, man. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. You're all amazing. Ian, take it away. Mr. Ian, sir, please. There you go, except for the ending part of that. <laughs> that was going really fast, so that was good. And I'm not even going to go into everything either because you can just go to the description of this episode and there are all the links right there, not only with how to get in touch with me, but then also how to support Ian Hates Music. So you're all good there. What I would like to mention, though, is because we've kind of been condensing everything and compiling from the week that we had to miss, there are also some awesome Ian Hates Music conversation editions. We just had Hayden Troby of the band Tiger Wine. Just like I said, that new album is awesome. So make sure you listen to that because it was a lot of fun and you should really pick that up. It's called Die With Your Tongue Out. And then make sure you take a listen to the conversation. And then also, hopefully, by the time this is out live, I will also have a brand new Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition with Jason Wisdom of the band Death Therapy. And obviously, you probably remember Death Therapy when Jackson and I did the review for their brand new album, The Storm Before the Calm, came out earlier this year. It was really great talking to Jason about everything Death Therapy and beyond. So listen to that one as well. As long as it's up. I'm still trying to get everything together now with the brand new computer that's supposed to show up. Plus, that means we still have all the great interviews from So What Music Fest. So look forward to that as well. Plus much, much more. There we go, Jackson. I think I got everything out, right? Damn. I think trooper. that means yes. I think that means yes. So Jackson, do you have any final words for people? I do. Ian, again, I just want everyone to know I love you very much. Thank you for listening. And I'm out of here. Peace. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to So alright.